we're going to talk about Fiona Connor today. Well, you're going to talk about Fiona I Connor. Oh, but first I have a lot to say. I was, was going to ask you about um, the fact that they might burn half of Elam um, Fine Arts School's books. Yeah, this is terrible news. This is very distressing. So the, there was an announcement recently that there's a few different libraries, not just the Elam yes. School of Fine Arts Library, but a few, I guess it's a, a way of centralising their resources. Yeah, yeah, shut down some libraries, um, save some money, mm, essentially. Yeah, uh, very upsetting. So we don't know what's going to happen to the books. There's a rumour that b- books may be burned. Yes, well, they can't store them. I mean, there's a lot of books to store. Where are they going to store them? them? To the oh, well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if we would have space, but amazing. That I hear I'm sure we could find room. I hear it's the biggest <laughs> collection in the Southern Hemisphere. Really? That's yeah, what I, that's what I read. an amazing library. So... Yeah. Yeah, we just have to keep signing petitions. That's yeah, well, exactly, <laughs> exactly. All those Facebook oh. ones that come around that you wonder, does anyone ever no. see them? <laughs> change the org. Have you ever changed anything? I know. Um, Fiona Connor. She's Fiona cha- Connor. She's she, probably changed she things. She is actually connected with us in a way because she studied at Elam. That's right. That's right. So she's born in New Zealand in 1982. She did her Bachelor of Fine Arts and BA at Elam in 2004. And has also since studied at the University of California in San Diego, mm. the University of Barcelona. Most recently in 2011, she Bata. graduated with her MFA, Master of Fine Arts, at CalArts. I can't remember what that's like, California Institute of Fine Arts. That's a big one, though, isn't in it? LA, yeah. So yeah, CalArts is a big one. one. Mm. And she's been based in LA now for several years. Um, but she has predominantly a sculptural practice. Um, centred on unpacking the deconstruction of institutional, architectural and conceptual spaces. I could see that by the work. (laughs) So, for example, I just wanted to talk about a few other works, previous works, before we launch into an exhibition of hers that I saw recently in Wellington. Mm -hmm. Um, So back in 2008, actually 10 years ago now, she created a work titled Props, which um, which replicated the entire staircase that led up to Art Space, which is gallery in Auckland, mm-hmm. um, and in a collapsed state in the gallery floor. And a similar work was actually included a couple of years ago in Dunedin in a show at the Dunedin Public Art Gallery, Light Switch and Conduit, which was create, um, curated by, not that one, a different not one actually, one. Um, by Lauren Gutzel. Oh. And that was a collection show, uh, a collection of the Jim and Mary Barr collection. Um, so she created a replica stairwell um, relating to the stairwell of a modernist apartment block that was inhabited by the art collectors Jim and Mary Barr. Um, she was, what you were just looking at on the website just now, was she was also a visiting artist at the Dunedin Public Art Gallery around 2012. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And that time she did a residency and had an exhibition and she kind of selected works from the collection. I think there was an exhibition called Colour Box that she kind of represented and built new stands for on wheels and invited people to come in and move it around during the course of the exhibition. Ooh. And one of those items, um, I think it's got a Gretchen Albrecht work, is currently on display in the Dunedin Public Art Gallery's new collection rehang on their lower ground floor. So if you're interested in seeing some of her work, she's created the support structure for another artist's work. Oh, nice. <laughs> kind well, of collaborating, you yeah. know, retrospectively in a way. Um, perhaps one of her best known works in New Zealand was actually back in 2009. She did a work called Something Transparent, Please Go Round the Back, which saw her repeat um, the glass facade of Michael Lett's gallery, um, on K Road 14 times. So she actually um, created this work evenly spaced with facsimiles um, kind of receding one by one into the gallery so you couldn't actually access That's the building. Amazing. That's amazing. That's the title, like yeah. please go around the back. And so um, 
that was just a beautiful thing to kind of see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, for another exhibition, Woolworks, which was in um, Melbourne at Monash University Museum of Art, she um, considered, I guess, the white cube as this construct in terms of how the gallery functions to shape our experiences, which leads um, the audience to consider how it operates as an apparatus. So in Woolworks, she again, like with the Dunedin Public Art Gallery show in a way, she selected a range of works from the collection, but this time of the university's collection, um, that were f taken from disparate locations around the campus. Um, and then she created replica freestanding walls um, cast in the likeness of the original sites that she's taken the artworks from. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So for example... Um, like a, on one side of the wall might be a boardroom and then a bathroom might be on the other side. So she presented these replica walls as kind of sculptures inside the gallery. Um, <coughs> and yeah, as I mentioned, these walls were double-sided. Um, so you might find a detail such as a source from a library or a boardroom or a public bathroom, like um, power switches, bathroom hand dryers, with uh, library return slots, all these things were included as like freestanding walls yeah, with yeah. artworks attached to them. Um, and for these works, there was no curated theme connecting the actual artworks that were selected. It was more about um, the aesthetic qualities or the reproducibility of the supporting architecture as um, as much as the individual artworks themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, in the current exhibition, <laughs> which was called Closed Down Clubs and Monochromes, which is at Hopkinson Mossman, which is a new branch of the gallery. They've been um, operating in Auckland for several years, but they've just recently opened a new gallery in Wellington. Um, and this exhibition by Fiona Connor closes this weekend. Um, the doors, doors were a focus, and also mm -hmm. notice boards, but I'll talk about doors first. So, um, as I mentioned, she's created replica doors before, like with the Michael Let Show, the um, repeated glass facades. But um, she's also reproduced a door for the designer clothing store Miss Crab. Um, oh, yes. She took the front door and put it kind of near the changing rooms. <laughs> Did you now? <laughs> um, in in um, what, Ponsonby Road? I that's think. the one, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. But it's not there anymore. I looked for it last time. I wanted to go and take a photo. No, someone they must have taken it away. What? I know. Um, Actually, talking of doors, like actually, I think we talked about Kate Newby a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Another clothing store in Auckland, the New Market, Lonely, Lonely Lingerie, they have a door with a Kate Newby door handle. So I went to the store just to look at the door handle. <laughs> like, hey guys, I'm just here for the door. Um, also, there's a gallery in Melbourne called Gertrude Contemporary, which is known for its artist studio program. And so she reproduced a whole bunch of the studio doors. And again, she's always very... Um, meticulous in her attention to detail, including like scratches, yeah. graffiti, and all these sorts of things, <coughs> scuff marks. But in closed down clubs at Hopkins and Mossman, um, she presented a series of doors that document recently closed clubs, hence the name, in America. And these have closed usually as a result of the changing economic or political landscape. For example, um, there was a local French restaurant in Chicago, a jazz club, American Apparel's flagship store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so those, those double doors, yeah, it's mm. pretty cool. Um, and so these are replicated as sculptural works in the gallery. Uh, so they're not the original. I just assumed they were oh. the originals. Well, they looked. <laughs> she could have, yeah, she totally. They look like she could have just taken them off the hinges and yeah. seen them. But actually, if you look 
closely, it's actually quite hard to tell, but the, they've got these attachments on the doors, like ephemera such as eviction notices, permits, stickers, and they look like they're made out of paper, like, mm. but actually they're made out of aluminium, oh. and they're little sheets that are being printed, um, wow. and that's what she's kind of um, known for. And so, again, scuff marks, scratches, any kind of traces of human inhabitation are included. Um, and so, yeah, as I mentioned, they're completely dislocated in terms of their presence at the gallery but there's also something I think that's strangely kind of familiar about them like to me just looking at the danger notices and things it reminds me a little of the doors that I used to walk past in Christchurch post quake oh yes you know? of course yeah, yeah like yeah, with yeah. various all clear or red sticker kind of notices um of course, those are just made out of paper, not aluminium. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I mean, that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> There's real that ceremony um, attached to, you know, condemned buildings, of course. Yeah. So actually another work that, um, for me, these closed-down clubs um, recalls is a body of work by another artist called Jamie Stockman-Young, who's a younger artist. She created a work called Spectres of Violence a few years ago for an exhibition I saw in 2016 called Passionate Instincts, which came out of the Emerging Curators Programme, which is something that Chloe Gagan was involved with oh, yes, from Blue Oyster. Yes. So it was mm -hmm. a, a program that was developed with um, the physics room and Blue Oyster together um, and presented as an exhibition, or one component of it was um, in Christchurch. So in that work by Stockman Young, so it was a group show, Passionate Instincts, but um, she divided the gallery into different spaces by using salvage materials such as plasterboard, um, melamine chain, timber offcuts, and that was actually relating to the loss of a club as well, but a gay club called the Dorian, which um, was actually subject to an arson attack like 30 or more years ago. And so Jamie Stockman Young's interest um, was more broadly in queer spaces um, and ventured, ventured beyond, I guess, the recreation of a site. But like Fiona Connor, um, both works, I guess, address the importance of spaces that have been occupied and the related political and social histories uh, that are attached to them. <laughs> so another element of Fiona Connor's show at Hopkins and Mossman is actually um, a series of monochromes. So that was in the title of the show, mm -hmm. um, Closed mm -hmm. Down Clubs and Monochromes. And these are actually resin cast of notice boards, like community notice boards, but and they're a kind of abstracted continuation of her community notice board series. So she's also made works kind of like those doors in terms of having attachments to them. Like, you know, if you've got a new world and you see a community notice board and it's got a lost dog notice or an exhibition notice or all sorts of kind of well, public this notices. business card here, yeah, yeah, which I've just, looked, I've just looked up the website for yeah, while, we like, were at? <laughs> while we were talking. I wanted to <laughs> see if it was real. <laughs> I wanted to see if it was real. And it's JG's custom design publicity for you. And oh. um, it's my initials is JG. Oh, so there I mean, you go, of course. Well. Yeah, that personal interest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to see if it was real or she had created a thing. Yeah. You know. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's based on the real deal. Yeah. Um, but these other ones, these monochrome works, um, looked like they were actual um, community notice boards painted yeah. over because they were just like painted one colour, but they were actually resin cast and they've got these, um, she's kind of created them, taken a cast from actual notice boards around the city. Yeah, if you look at the detail, it's beautiful. Like it's just, amazing. Um, kind of, so these, I guess if you think about it, notice boards don't just continue to accumulate material. They are like someone's job, I guess, is to go and take all the crap off it and, you know, make it clean again. I know those people around here. Do you know those <laughs> So they could be actually taking those off and making them into artworks. But um, so then, again, I guess she's 
including those pock marks, the staple clips. Yeah, I love this one, how like this top part must have been quite high up. Yeah, so, so you couldn't reach. Yeah, so it's only, <laughs> like, I mean, people can't see uh, what we're looking at, but yeah. the, the, the bottom two-thirds is, has, has been... Has always staples, and yeah, yeah. they've just been painted over, so it kind of just looks like an abstract work in its own right. Mm. But she's kind of retained that rich textural information as well. Um... But yeah, I guess I think what so why I wanted to talk about Fiona today is because what really attracts me to her practice is that she is kind of aware of her position in art history and she's kind of making works that are relevant to the world we live in today in terms of utilising kind of everyday materials. But she's kind of looking at things that are ordinarily overlooked, like, you know, we walk past notice boards so often that they're kind of almost invisible to us. Mm. And so she's kind of, by re-rendering them, as sculptures um, and the doors of closed down clubs and that sort of thing, she's kind of giving us a new kind of perspective or a new take on them. Yeah, it's interesting you say um, you walk past notice boards and they're kind of invisible because the whole point of them I is know, to is that be... Notice me! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> notice this! I know! But, 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 you're, but you're right! You do you're... just kind of blindly kind of pass things. Yeah, 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 you do that. I think you do that with even like the, the Phantom Bill Circus um, yeah. things as well, yeah, which yeah. is really disappointing because the whole... <laughs> The whole purpose is like... All that money spent on advertising. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, it does work, obviously, for some people. But yeah. And then also, like, the fact that there's, you know, notices on buildings and things, but you just kind of filter out what you want to see mm. in the world, I guess. And so she's kind of... I guess because she's got such attention to detail, she's kind of making us look more closely at things. And, of course, the fact that they're positioned within a gallery context. Sometimes she creates works in public spaces too, and then it's quite hard to tell, like, is this yeah. real? Or yeah, yeah, is yeah. Is this real? I mean, I love the dirt here. I mean, yeah. assuming that's dirt, it's in, and she's yeah. recreated the dirt. That's just... That's pretty cool. Dirt and dust, that's, that's amazing. That's like um, dirt after rain. Yeah, yeah, it's like being washed off. So yeah, check out the website if you're keen to see some images of her work, Hopkins and Mossman. But yeah. I like it's called Mossman. That's my youngest kid's name, Moss. Ah. Yeah, so there's all these connections to me personally going on this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Good naming rights. Yeah, there's JG's publicity. I don't pay attention to billboards. And there's (laughs) (laughs) Mossman. Brilliant. Um, Awesome, thank you. Thank you for coming pleasure. in. Uh, we best we best mention that you've got two days. Yeah, three days. And Wellington. No, Are not for that. But I'm talking about two oh, floors as well. Oh, whoops. Yes, the reason I say we at the Hocken, curator yeah. of the Hocken, and <laughs> I'm representing the Hocken today. Yeah. We have Campbell Patterson's show, Toot Floor, which is an excellent Francis Hodgkin's. Yeah, and we had Campbell in um, not that long ago. That's right, and that closed. Yeah, this Saturday, so not long to yeah. get down if you haven't been already. What's um, it like when, when something closes? It's, it, well, it's a little bit sad. It's sad, but there's also excitement because something That's right. is going to come about. Something is changing. Yeah, exactly. What's, can you tell us yet? I can tell you, yeah. and we'll talk about it in a few weeks. There's going to be an exhibition called The Order of Things, Ooh. and that opens to the public. There's no pub, There's no fancy opening. Um, opens to the public on the 5th of May. No wine. And and it's a collection show but also with loaned works from various contemporary artists, New Zealand mm-hmm. artists mm-hmm. and it's one I'm curating and it's 
yeah, I won't tell any. I won't say anything more because okay. we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks. So there'll be no fancy opening with wine and cheeses that have been <laughs> left over from uh, that they found in the basement from the days. Oh, from the good old days <laughs> of the dairy factory. Yeah. No, although when I went away on holiday, I did accidentally leave my lunch in the fridge for two weeks. Oh no! I was really person. worried I was going to come back and there was going to be a staff email. Whose lunch is that? But anyway, it yep. just. It was fine. It wasn't even mouldy, which is quite worrying. That is worrying. What are you eating? It was pasta. But anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, if they're the only worries you've got going on in your know. life, you're living the dream, buddy. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you so much. Yes, go so, and see um, the final couple of days of Toot Floor. And if you are up in Wellington or if you know somebody up in Wellington, let them know about that exhibition uh, and get online and see. Um, you can go and see Fiona Connor's works. Um, also at the Dunedin Public Art Gallery in the collection show. Yes, yeah. yes, indeed, indeed. Or uh, jump online to J, uh, jgspublicity.com <laughs> for more details on how you can uh, reach out to people in LA.